At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You're listening to the SportsGrid Network. Hey, hey, welcome everybody inside the studio. It's that time again, time for the Pro Football Rewind, the only show that goes forward in reverse, analyzing the day's events in the NFL, applying them to your fantasy football needs. Hello, everybody. My name is Matt Stryker. Happy to be here and joining me as always, a man who has become, for my money, one of the best fantasy analysts in the game today, Davis Maddock. Davis, how you doing, my man? I'm doing great. Great day in DFS. Pretty good day for sweating out uh, some season-long fantasy football playoff matchups and, of course, the ever-important sports investments also went pretty, pretty, pretty well. How'd your day go? Actually, I was telling one of the producers that I'm having my best day for the entire season today. And I think a lot of it has to do with the conversations that you and I have talking about who to pick up, who to drop, who to start to keep our eyes on. And I really think that the work behind the desk and the work that you're doing is really starting to pay off. Well, I hope so. It's uh, It's been a very successful year for myself, definitely for the Roto Expert subscribers. So, you know, I'm, I'm just glad to be able here to, uh, to help out. <laughs> so uh, what are some things that you hit with today? Start us off. Uh, what were some of your big plays that, that panned out? 
Well, Robert Woods, uh, one of my highest owned guys in seasonal, one of my highest owned guys in DFS, tied the record this season for most targets in a game with 19. Also a huge game from Alshon Jeffrey, 137 receiving yards and a touchdown against Miami. Really needed that game from him. So uh, two, two really big wide receiver performances spurred on my big day. Absolutely. And there was a lot to choose from. And there was also some trap games, as we like to say in the industry. Was there anything out there that that punched you in the gut today? Well, the biggest trap game was the Philadelphia Eagles game against the Miami Dolphins. They came into Miami as 10 and a half point favorites and lost outright. Uh, I bet on the Miami Dolphins to cover. I did not bet the money line, which is feeling like a mistake right now. Well, you don't make many mistakes. When we come back, we're going to talk to Davis and get his takes from the 1 p.m. games. We're going to try to analyze everything. Who's trending up? Who's trending down? Who do we want to own? Who do we want to get rid of? Everything you need is right here on the Pro Football Rewind, so make sure you come on back. I'll be here and Davis will be here. All we need is you. DailyRoto.com Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Welcome 
Welcome back inside the studio. This is the Pro Football Rewind. If you want the edge, you get on the grid. Follow us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network, also on Instagram, Sports Grid TV. My name is Matt Stryker, but I turn to the expert, Davis Maddock. Davis, let's jump right into what we saw in the 1 o'clock games. Tell me what you were able to glean from this Tampa Bay-Jacksonville game. Well, the number one thing that you have to glean is that uh, despite paying a quarterback loads and loads of money, the Jacksonville Jaguars do not have an answer at the position. After one of the first halves of quarterbacking that we've seen all season, the Jaguars bench Nick Foles. They brought Gardner Minshew in for the second half. Uh, Minshew did not play perfectly, but he certainly played better than Foles, was able to throw a touchdown to a resurgent D.D. Westbrook. Uh, of course, hit Leonard Fournette for some very important checkdowns for us in Daily Fantasy on full-point PPR sites. And uh, owners of Jameis Winston have to be pretty disappointed. Uh, no interceptions from Jameis, but also no passing touchdowns for the first time this season. Peyton Barber, two rushing touchdowns, and head coach Bruce Arian said that Ronald Jones was benched in this game for missing a blitz pickup early on. And uh, if you were starting Ronald Jones in one of your important seasonal fantasy football games, you had to have been pretty disturbed because Barber was able to score two touchdowns. Dare Ogunbowale was targeted twice in the passing game. Those likely would have gone to Ronald Jones had he not missed a blitz pickup in the first quarter. Pretty frustrating situation for Ronald Jones owners. It's absolutely amazing as we get now into the dog days here, we're into week 13, moving into 14 and so on, that it's those little things that you can't control. So little things that the projection modules don't really give us. The optimizers don't account for things like that. But as far as this Tampa Bay game goes, they put up 28 points, but they were almost hollow points because the names that you mentioned, I'm not sure many people had rostered. Oh, definitely. Yeah, this was a this was a frustrating situation for the Buccaneers. Brashad Perryman led them in receptions. Now, Mike Evans was targeted 11 times, but was only able to secure 9.3 PPR points. Uh, that's that's definitely brutal. I'm sure there were many teams that either had him in a playoff matchup or a matchup that would have been leading to the playoffs. Chris Godwin got banged up in the first quarter, was not forced to miss a ton of time, but he was really only playing on third downs and then was playing sparingly in the second half as well. So that's a, that was a pretty frustrating situation for those of us invested in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers passing game. And then on the Jacksonville side of the ball, uh, some guys that we've grown to count on, like DJ Shark, had only two receptions for 47 yards. Uh, and, and you know, that was a big function of the fact that uh, Nick Foles played so poorly in this game. And then when Gardner Minshew got in, he was really just trying to make a lot of quick throws to try and move the team down the field. And the biggest beneficiary of that was D.D. Westbrook, who uh, you know, finally scored a touchdown, felt like he for like forgot that he had the ability to do that <laughs> yeah there's a lot of forgotten names that seem to start to come back into the conversation and I want to shift to this next game here in New York it was freezing rain sleet and that's conducive to what a lot of people did playing Green Bay's defense in some DFS games talk to me about this Green Bay giant game uh, what did you see from it and were you on it uh, the only player that I really had a ton of exposure to in this game in DFS was Devontae Adams. Uh, Sterling Shepard was a pretty popular play in DFS as well. He had seven targets in this game, was only able to secure three of them for 30 yards, did score a pretty nifty touchdown in the first quarter, and rookie Caden Smith had eight targets, six receptions, and 70 yards for the Giants. The Giants offense, because they planned all offseason on having Evan Ingram, so much of their playbook revolves around their tight end. We've 
seen Rhett Allison have a big game. And now two games in a row, we've seen Caden Smith be uh, a top 12 tight end in fantasy. Today was crazy for tight end scoring. But uh, I, I think that there might be something there in this Caden Smith kid from Stanford uh, for the New York Giants. Uh, the, the big story for me, though, in terms of the New York Giants is I don't know if they have an answer anywhere on offense. Saquon Barkley has been one of the least efficient running backs in the NFL this season. Uh, no running back has more carries for one yard or fewer than Saquon Barkley since his return from his high ankle sprain. And uh, Daniel Jones, I mean, it, it feels like once the Giants get behind by 10 points, it's impossible for them to win because Jones, uh, he, he just is not accurate enough. He's making some of these horrible decisions, and in particular, his second interception. Uh, if you guys have not seen it and you you want to go find some highlights, go find Daniel Jones' second interception against the Packers. You, you might not see a worse interception thrown this season in the NFL. So I want to move back a little bit to something that you said. You mentioned Barkley and how ineffective he's been. So take it all the way back to the person that had picked number one in their fantasy draft, and they were wrestling over Kamara, McCaffrey, or Barkley. Now, given the information we have, could you have seen this drop-off for Barkley? Is there anything that dictates what's going on with this seemingly number one draft pick? Well, Barkley was ranked number four of those guys by me, by, behind Ezekiel Elliott, behind Alvin Kamara, and behind Christian McCaffrey because of the Giants' offense. It just did not project to score that many points. They had a very low Vegas win total. They were either going to be starting Eli Manning or a rookie quarterback who had a bad college resume in Daniel Jones. They don't have a very intelligent coaching staff, certainly not uh, you know, a forward-thinking, uh, creative play staff like the Arizona Cardinals or you know last year's Los Angeles Rams. They're just was not a ton of optimism to have about the Giants. And the only thing that you had in taking Barkley that high was you're going to say, okay, well, he's not going to split carries at all, and he's going to be targeted in the passing game. So Christian McCaffrey had none of those warts. You know, he plays for a good offensive team, and he's even more involved than Barkley. Same for Alvin Kamara and the same for Ezekiel Elliott. What's happened to Barkley is he he is not being used in the passing game at all anymore. He did have seven targets in this game, but that is his high in a game with Daniel Jones. And, you know, that was the same amount of targets as Sterling Shepard, less targets than Darius Slayton and uh, the aforementioned Caden Smith. So the, the biggest change in Barkley's value has been his usage in the passing game, because the, the dirty little secret is that even at Penn State, Barkley was kind of an inefficient runner because he's always trying to hit the home run. He's not comfortable, you know, taking four yard gains when they're there. He he'll change, you know, change direction, run behind the line of scrimmage and, and really try and find the big gain. And that's a that's a good trait to have. Sometimes it's not necessarily the best trait to have when you're running uh, behind this Giants offensive line and when Daniel Jones is your quarterback. And uh, they, it just has really resulted in the Giants offense. Basically, you know, third and long is just kind of the natural state of the Giants offense with these players. Yeah, it's a great way to look at it. And I like Davis's dirty little secrets. Talk to me about this dirty little secret here, the New York Jets and Cincinnati. I have a dirty little secret. I like watching the Jets lose. Uh, I mean, it, it is fun. It is fun to watch the Jets lose. I, I guess my dirty little secret is that I bet on the New York Jets today. <laughs> and, uh, you know, part of that was because Darnold had been playing so well. Part of that was because the Cincinnati Bengals had been playing so poorly. And uh, the, the Jets defense is okay. The Bengals defense is not okay. But what happened in this game was just a, just a bad game plan. 
from the Jets. They 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 just seemed disorganized. Uh, nothing was working for them on offense. Le'Veon Bell basically not involved. Just just a total loss season for Le'Veon Bell. Robbie Anderson was able to have a good game, ten targets, a hundred and one yards. But the the story of this game for me just has to be Andy Dalton played pretty well. Uh, left a touchdown out on the field. There was uh, C.J. Uzuma had one in his hands dropped it that turned into a field goal so this actually this could have been even more ugly for the New York Jets and it's one of those scenarios where they have to be wondering is Darnold our guy you know if if for example let's say let's say Tua from Alabama let's say he declares and this hip injury kind of has other teams wary about him they're they're not ready to take him number one overall Joe Burrow from LSU probably goes number one overall and and let's say the Jets are picking at eight and uh, and Tua falls to them do they take him? Do they take one of these elite wide receivers coming out this year to try and help, you know, make things easier for Darnold? Do they take a left tackle? Do they take a, another offensive lineman? And I think that's a difficult question for the organization to answer because we, we've only really seen we're, we're going to see like 10 games from Darnold this year, and two of them are against the New England Patriots. So we're not really trying to grade young quarterbacks against the Patriots. So they're working with an incomplete information set. I, I would say, though, this loss to the Bengals, this is a big check in the negative column for Sam Darnold. Absolutely. And there's two things to actually unpack there. And I'll take maybe 15 seconds for each. First and foremost is with Dalton back with Cincinnati. It does put some of those Cincinnati receivers now back on the table for fantasy purposes. And then as far as how the Jets would draft, I think as far as fantasy goes, that impacts where you're going to go next season. I know a lot of us are heading towards our playoffs this season, but a good player always has forward thinking. So you have to start to think about all these things. When we come back, I'm going to pick Davis's brain. We're going to talk about the Tennessee Titans, a team that I am quickly falling in love with. We're also going to talk about these here Washington Redskins. Christian McCaffrey performing probably at one of his worst paces, at least for this week. But that still doesn't deny the fact that he is a top running back in fantasy football and football altogether. When we come back, more from Davis Maddock, more from me, Matt Stryker. This is the Pro Football Rewind. Make sure you're back here. We have everything you need and more to win your leagues and to dominate. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> 
Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. All right, want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you're playing daily fantasy hockey, Without using Daily Roto, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Welcome back into the Pro Football Rewind. We are making champions. We are making people happy because winning is a good feeling. My name is Matt Stryker, and it's always a good feeling to talk with Davis Maddock. Davis, before we went to the break, you were breaking down some of the early games. Let's continue on this path. Talk to me about these Tennessee Titans because I feel I'm going to ride them for the rest of the season. Ride them till the wheels fall off. Your thoughts on what happened today? Well, what happened today was that the Indianapolis Colts are they're they're kind of a public team. Uh, it seems that people like them. That they've been favored in a lot of these games where our you know our numbers at SportsGrid have said that the other team is better. Uh, part of that is definitely going to be Frank Reich. Part of that is that people remember them being in the playoffs the last few years with Andrew Luck. Part of it is that people really like Jacoby Brissett, who who by the way. You know, I, I think Jacoby Brissett is like a starter level quarterback in the NFL. He's not he probably in and of himself does not guarantee you eight wins or so. But on a talented team, uh, I definitely think he can get you there. The Titans, though, I mean, Ryan Tannehill, th- this run that he is on, it's definitely going to stop. So, Matt, I would tell you I would tell you to be a little bit careful because Ryan Tannehill has like Tom Brady in 20, like 2008 level efficiency right now. He threw only 22 passes today, but was able to throw two passing touchdowns. Derrick Henry had 26 carries for 149 yards and a touchdown. And the Titans did definitely get some turnover luck in this game in the sense that uh, they just they just there were a few scenarios where uh, there was a 50 50 ball or a 50 50 fumble and it just happened to go away from them. I, I will say, though, the Titans definitely, to me, I, I think are a more complete roster than the Colts. And Ryan Tannehill is like these efficiency numbers are not a mirage. This is not like the Nick Bull season where he should have thrown 20 interceptions and half of those turned into touchdowns on very fluky plays. But I. 
I'm just weary about any team in today's NFL that bases themselves around running the ball and and defense. Because when you look at most of the truly great teams, they are very elite passing offenses. The Baltimore Ravens are a little bit different, but their quarterback is the most efficient rusher in the NFL. Ryan Tannehill you had had you know had been rushing up until this game, only four carries for five yards, and this one. I, I would say mostly, though, this was about the Colts just playing poorly as opposed to the Titans, you know, playing overwhelmingly great. Yeah, I mean, I liked the matchup, everything. And then, you know, minus a Marlon Mack and then understanding you mentioned they're a public team, but how many people in the public were on a Jack Doyle? You've also joked on the show that how many people out there can name the receiving core in Indianapolis? They lost another player today. All of these things added up, at least for me, for a really, really nice day for Tennessee. And if the matchups continue to favor them, I'm going to ride them, but I do appreciate your caution. Talk to me about the Washington Redskins and Carolina. I mean, who saw this coming? Be honest. Dude, we got to get rid of Kyle Allen. We we just we got to get Kyle Allen out of here because this Panthers team, like, for example, if Jacoby Brissett was the quarterback of this Panthers team, Ooh. they'd probably be a 10 win team and they would be the sixth seed in the NFC. Instead, they're going to be, you know, not they're they're basically eliminated from playoff contention at this point. I mean, Kyle Allen, 46 passing attempts, 278 yards, two touchdowns, some of that coming in garbage time horrible interception had another interception that was ruled incomplete i think it was probably closer to an interception and also uh so if, if you guys were watching this game the panthers actually had a chance to score a touchdown final possession of the game you know 30 seconds left they get down to the one yard line uh cmc is not able to score from the one yard line and then kyle allen on second and goal third and goal and fourth and goal some of the worst nfl quarterbacking you are going to see just had cmc open for a touchdown missed him had DJ Moore open for a touchdown, missed him, was panicking on the fourth and goal play, scrambles back 30 yards, puts himself in an awkward position. The ball is fumbled. I mean, just just a complete lack of situational awareness for the Carolina Panthers and a well-deserved win for Dwayne Haskins, who, by the way, did not play particularly well. This this game, uh, kind of like the Colts-Titans game, this game for me was more about Carolina playing really poorly than it was about Washington playing well. Yeah, Washington's backfield, though, did lead, at least it was Darius Geis, that led all running backs in fantasy for the day, and that's not something I think that we have said all season or something that we will say for the rest of the season. But there are some interesting things, and I like the game you're playing because Carolina has so many weapons. Remove Allen from there and uh, talk to me if uh, if Mason Rudolph was under center, what would this team look like? I, I just I'd like to see what quarterbacks would look like with different receivers. So give me an interesting item there. Well, Mason Rudolph is, I, I'm out on Mason Rudolph, right? We, I, and what's funny is because I am so biased to the Big 12. I'm an Oklahoma Sooners college football fan. I, I watch pretty much all the Big 12 college football games. So every time a guy like Mason Rudolph gets his chance, which it's actually funny because Landry Jones from Oklahoma used to be the backup quarterback for the Steelers. I always think the guys are going to be good. Like I was convinced Mason Rudolph was going to come in and was going to be okay for the Steelers. And he wasn't. He, he was horrible. Uh, and, and, you know, that, that's what we're seeing with Kyle Allen as well. The the guys that I would like to see get a chance, specifically like with this Carolina team, uh, a guy named Tyree Jackson. He was the Buffalo University quarterback in college and is on the Buffalo Bills practice squad right now. That would be a guy I would be really interested to see play with the Carolina Panthers because he's kind of like the same size and has the same like similar speed to Cam Newton, and they would not have had to change their offense that much. Obviously, they would have had to dial back a bunch of the precision passing stuff that 
that Cam Newton was able to do at a high level that someone like, you know, an undrafted free agent from Buffalo University wasn't going to be able to do. But something that I think NFL coaches are really afraid of is going with unconventional offenses. We see it all the time where these backup quarterbacks come in and it's it's run, run, pass, right? So they run on first down, run on second down, then you go to shotgun on third down and you try and pass. And that's what the Steelers did with Mason Rudolph. That's what the Dolphins were doing with Josh Rosen. And that just doesn't work. That That's what the Cardinals did with Josh Rosen last year. It, it doesn't work. And I, I got to give credit to the coaching staff in Carolina for doing the best they could with Kyle Allen. But I, I also, at the same time, got to give them a lack of credit for their backup quarterback being Kyle Allen in the first place. Like, that's not the kind of guy that you should want. as That should be your third string guy, not your backup. Yeah, it's quite frustrating when this Carolina team has so many weapons that could pay off for fantasy owners. But like you said, it all depends on the guy throwing the football. And the reason I brought up Mason Rudolph was to get to this next game, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. And James Washington was Rudolph's uh, roommate in college, I believe. And he was on the receiving end of a touchdown here. Did you see this game going this way or did you have Cleveland on the other side? So this game was really close. I, I believe that the I believe that the closing line here was just minus one. I did think that the Browns were were going to win. This was a no bet for me. So in my in my weekly selections, I did not make a pick here, and it was it was mostly because I just did not know what we were going to see from Devlin Hodges. And I, I gotta say, he he was pretty interesting to me. He was able to make a couple really nice deep throws to James Washington. That Mason Rudolph, he just would not have made those throws. Rudolph was too scared of throwing interceptions too scared of getting in third and long so he just was not letting those those passes go but one of the long shots to James Washington was on second and 12 and it like just so think about throwing an incomplete pass on second and 12 then you're in third and long you're basically looking at a punt and and it takes uh, a certain type of quarterback to be willing to take those chances and and to have the situational awareness to know what the best decision is and I thought I thought Hodges played well and I think that you know it's definitely possible that this Steelers team with their semi easy schedule the rest of the way you know obviously they're not going to win the division the Ravens are going to are going to wrap that up but they could again they're with the AFC having such a lack of talent like we were talking about the Raiders as a potential playoff team two weeks ago they've been blown out in back-to-back weeks I, I think they've scored a combined 12 points the last two weeks so you know that's not particularly great and uh, the Steelers they also had a, a pretty solid run game going today as well Benny Snell Jalen Samuels they both did their job but like you said, the, the big story of this game has to be James Washington. So he he was college roommates with Mason Rudolph, but he and Duck Hodges over the last week, you know what they did together? They went duck hunting. So I, I think that's an even stronger narrative than being college roommates. There you go. Duck hunt. I used to have duck hunt for Nintendo and I would sit with the gun right against the television. But I'm dating myself. All right. Uh, speaking about being right against the television, all football fans were for the San Francisco and Baltimore game. I mean, Lamar Jackson is it's the cliche, but he is a video game. He is a human video game. Your thoughts. So he is a human video game. However, I will say it would have been pretty easy for San Francisco to win this game. There was a period in the fourth quarter where there were four straight possessions where each of the teams went four and out. So what that means, obviously, is they got to a position where it was time to go for it on fourth down, and neither team was able to get it. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo failed twice. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens failed twice. And then finally, the Ravens were able to pin together that game-winning drive. Now, they only kicked a field goal. They did not score a touchdown, so that meant that they did not cover the five-and-a-half or the six-point spread. I, of course, as we know every week, I am always on the Baltimore Ravens side of the spread so that was a little frustrating uh 
I will say, you know, again, Lamar, great game in this one. Uh, he he had a couple passes that he sailed. There was one where Mark Andrews was in the end zone and he threw the ball behind him. If he threw it in front of him, that would have been a touchdown. There was an incredible, incredible defensive play by a 49ers defender where he was able to shed his block as Lamar Jackson was running past him and reach out and just took the ball from Lamar, like right out of his hands. And, and if he had not been able to do that, Lamar probably would have ran all the way to the end zone. And that kind of swung the momentum of a game where if if the Ravens go into halftime up 21-14 and then they're able to just run downhill for the rest of the game, we're probably looking at a scenario where, you know, Mark Ingram ends up getting in the end zone, getting over 70 rushing yards. Lamar Jackson, you know, he he could get 120 rushing yards. And and the, the biggest weapon the Ravens had in this game was Lamar's legs. He, he was not as efficient as a passer today. Absolutely, though, it does make Lamar Jackson the number five fantasy quarterback on the slate today. When we come back, we'll talk about what we call a trap game, and we'll identify that, and then we'll move into our sports investments. Davis has a keen eye for all kinds of strategies and trends. Make sure you bring a pen and a paper because we're going to class when the Pro Football Rewind comes back after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
Welcome back into the studio. This is the Pro Football Rewind, the only place where we go forward in reverse, breaking down the day's events in the league and applying them to all of your fantasy football needs, whether it be season-long DFS or sports investments. My name is Matt Stryker, and joining me as always is Davis Maddock. Now, Davis, I left this game for last because we used a term at the top of the show called a trap game, and I'm hopeful that you'll be able to explain it to viewers that may not be familiar. Philadelphia at Miami. Why is this a trap game? So the the elements of a trap game are it's it's generally going to be a a road favorite. So uh, you know a, a better team is playing a worse team on the road. Uh, it's a situation where you know pretty much everyone expects this game to go to the favored team. There there are not going to be a ton of dissenting opinions, and uh, that's a very true statement for the Philadelphia Eagles. They they had to win this game. They had to win this game in order to have a chance to win the division because the only way that they're going to make the playoffs is winning the division. There's not going to be a wild card coming out of the NFC East. And uh, the other element of it is that the favorite team has to be worse than people think they are. And that's very true of the Philadelphia Eagles. And it's true of betting models, too. You know, I don't want it. I don't want this to seem like, uh, you know, the public is stupid and the Las Vegas Sharps. They know everything because there were definitely people who bet on the Eagles minus 10 and and a half points. And the fact of the matter is the Eagles are not particularly good at anything. Their Carson Wentz is 30th in the NFL in yards per pass attempt. They're not particularly good at running the ball. Their defense is very league average in terms of expected points and in terms of yards allowed per play. So what what we had was a very bad team in the Miami Dolphins and a very average team in the Philadelphia Eagles. And you never lay 10 and a half points. I mean, really, you never really do it in the NFL in general, but you especially do not do it with a mediocre team like the Philadelphia Eagles. So now that you've outlined this for what people can look at, would you be one of the people that if you looked at this, you say, yo, I'm going Miami in the over here. Is that have you just kind of like cracked the code? Well, I did not bet the over. I did bet, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I did bet Miami 10 and a half points. I thought that uh, really, if you look at what Ryan Fitzpatrick and Carson Wentz have done this year in terms of per play efficiency, Fitzpatrick is a little bit worse because he's super turnover prone. But in, in, in terms of completed passes, he's actually been better than Carson Wentz. And he has a very similar number one wide receiver. I know this is crazy for people, but Devontae Parker, that's the real deal. And, and Alshon Jeffrey had a huge game here. And and I think he's very talented as well, but they're they're very similar. Mike Kosicki is a guy who I have a ton of belief in the uh, the very athletic tight end that Miami has. And uh, you you might notice the number one thing that changed for the Miami Dolphins today. They stopped giving the balls to Kalen Balaj. Left this game in uh, left this game injured. Had only three rushes. Of course, recorded zero yards with them. Patrick Laird got involved in the game. Had five for forty three as a receiver. A massive game for Devontae Parker and. And uh, yeah, I think Miami was clearly the bet here. They, they have been a competitive team over the last month of the season. And, uh, you know, the, the Eagles, they're not a particularly competitive NFL team. No, 100% nail on the head. It's a simple statement. And to your point, Parker, the number one wide receiver today with 27.9 points. Next behind him is Kenny Galladay, who played, it seems like, eons ago. And then Alshon Jeffrey. And as far as Gasicki goes, the number two tight end here. And now you throw in Laird. And moving forward, maybe these Miami Dolphins might have some fantasy viability. But I wanted to pick your brain a little bit more. I uh, look at this Washington at Carolina, depending on the numbers that you had. I had a 38.5 over-under, and I had Carolina laying nine and a half and the road dog comes in and beats them by eight how do you try to see that game on the schedule and which way would you have bet it 
So you just you look at that and you go, man, the the team the team that uh, had worse quarterback play is the team that lost this game. I I don't want to say the team with better quarterback play won because uh, you know the the fact of the matter is Dwayne Haskins was not that involved in the game. But the lesson that should be learned for for now is. Guys like Kyle Allen, who have super wide ranges of outcomes, you know, he's had games this year with over 30 fantasy points, you know, had games with four interceptions, had games with four touchdowns. You just you don't lay you don't lay, you know, almost 10 points with guys who have that wide range of outcomes, you know, very similar to Jameis Winston. It's great to bet on Jameis Winston as an underdog, because when you bet on him, when he's, you know, an underdog by a touchdown or whatever, you know, they can win that game outright if Jameis Winston has his fastball, uh, you know, they were favored to. So it's a little bit different of a story. And, and I think Allen is in a bucket like that where when they're, you know, when they're nine point dogs, sure, we like that. But when they're like big home favorites, not interested at all. Yeah. And again, I think we learn as we go on here, when we look at the spreads, if something jumps off the paper at us, usually that deserves a deeper dive. And then you look at the over unders and we've talked about this. When you look at the highest totals, that's going to tell you from a DFS standpoint that there's going to be cherries to pick from that tree. I wanted to ask you again about one last game, another low total, 39 and a half, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Now, I stayed away. This is a no-bet game for me. But for those that, that live and die on the edge here, what would those numbers there dictate? Which way would you have played that game? So this was this was definitely a very good game to look at that low total and say, you know what? I think that it is going to go even lower. We have a team in the Steelers who is starting an undrafted free agent quarterback. We have a team in the Cleveland Browns who has literally been the worst goal line offense in the NFL this year. The Miami Dolphins have been better inside the 10-yard line than the Cleveland Browns. And so you look at two teams that they're just not going to be able to score. If the Browns score, it comes from a long way out. And another thing that we've seen from the Browns is that they are a pretty run-heavy team in neutral situations. And when you have a two run-heavy teams in neutral situations, you have a shorter game. More more plays that are not blown dead due to incomplete passes. So drives take longer. Specifically, uh, teams that run a lot when they have successful drives. I mean, uh, if you run... 10 plays on a drive and none of those plays stop. I mean, all of a sudden six, like six minutes of game clock is gone and you have two of those teams playing each other. You're looking at a game that just gets shorter and shorter. So that's definitely a situation where you want to look at the under. Yeah. And the under is what occurred and it's perfect. Now that you have an understanding of how game scripts should go, you can make just more informed investments. Uh, Davis, for more information, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock. My name, it's, it's spelled out there right below. And of course, if you want to get more of the content, you know, we like you like what Matt and I talk about here on the show. You can definitely go to rotoexperts.com. That's where all of my fantasy content is published or all my season long fantasy content. All of my daily fantasy content, of course, comes from dailyroto.com, one of our one of our uh, members of the Sports Grid Network. And uh, I, I we do the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. If you just search my name or sports grid that'll pop up on itunes and uh you know all of that should get you pretty ready to go for every football weekend absolutely you can hear the confidence in his voice and see it in his eyes so now davis this is where i've got my pen i've got my paper start to talk to me about who to pick up and who to drop based off of what we've seen moving forward because a lot of people are fighting some are already in the playoffs some are just now just trying to get there one more week maybe talk to us so you can drop any 
Green Bay Packer not named Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Devontae Adams, or Aaron Rodgers. I know Alan Lazard had a big game today. Pretty much all came on one. I think it was a, a 55-yard touchdown from uh, from Aaron Rodgers, but I, their, their passing game, Geronimo Allison, three targets. Jimmy Graham, one target. Mercedes Lewis, two targets. One target for Robert Tanyan. Two targets for Marquez Baldez-Scaling. So they just really split it up there. Uh, I think someone you can add is Caden Smith of the New York Giants, a tight end, eight targets. I don't know when Evan Ingram's coming back. I don't even know if Evan Ingram still plays football. It feels like uh, it's been so long since we've seen him on the field. And the Giants, they're going to keep being underdogs in these games. They're going to keep throwing. And Caden Smith has been playing 100% of the Giants' offensive snaps. Uh, if someone has dropped for whatever reason, it's very unlikely. Uh, but if Devontae Parker is out there in your league, he, of course, would be a top ad. But from that same game... Patrick Laird, uh, 10 rushes in this game, five targets in the passing game. He is the odds-on favorite to be the lead running back for the Miami Dolphins with Kalen Balaj out multiple weeks with uh, an injury. He had to be carted off in this game. I would be surprised if we see him again this season. He's going to be my top waiver wire ad of the week. Uh, of course, from the Cincinnati Bengals, Auden Tate actually led the team in uh, yards this week, seven targets, 66 yards. It was Tyler Boyd that scored the touchdown. Auden Tate, now that Andy Dalton is back under the helm, I definitely think he is someone to target. Darius Geis is not 100% owned, and I know he did not get the full backfield to himself today. Adrian Peterson actually had more rushing, rushing attempts and also scored a rushing touchdown as well. But Darius Geis, clearly the more explosive player, had a 43-yard touchdown run that was called a 42-yard run, then punched in the one-yard touchdown. Geis, of course, would be a, another phenomenal add. Let me ask you now, uh, there are going to be people out there that are ultimately going to jump on a Peyton Barber here. Uh, how in Fab Bucks, how, how would you allocate to guys, maybe Laird, Barber, Geis? Give me some numbers there. Uh, Laird and Geis, whatever you have left at this point mm -hmm. in the season, uh, I, I'm, I'm comfortable blowing all of it because, you know, Laird is a really good pass catcher. That's clearly a role that you need to have in the Miami Dolphins offense because they are underdogs in so many of these games. Uh, the same is true for Geis. Uh, if he's going to be playing passing downs and he just looks really explosive, like he just looks like a guy who's going to be able to create value on his own, even if their surrounding offense is not that good. Definitely less for Peyton Barber. You know, as we discussed earlier in the show, the only reason he got to play was because Ronald Jones messed up and some weeks Ronald Jones isn't going to mess up and those numbers are going to go to him instead of Peyton Barber but definitely whatever you have left feel free spending that on, on Laird and or Darius guys so now how are you sitting here at week three moving into week 14 what are you starting to think about what's going through the mind of Davis Maddock now as we get into the final stretch of the season so assuming that either your league playoffs have already started or they start next week, uh, I'm starting to look at championship week. I'm starting to look at weeks 15 and week 16. What are the defenses that I need? Does my tight end have a bad matchup in week 15 or week 16? Do I need to drop my tight end and pick up Tyler Higby or, or Jack Doyle or, or Noah Fant or whoever? Do I need to drop the defense that I have and get a new defense? Do I need to see if I can spend a couple extra fab bucks on a kicker to get things prepared? Like, And, and I'm starting to drop guys who are just okay like guys who theoretically you could start but you're never that excited about it and I'm just picking up handcuff running backs instead so like a, a great example of that would be Emmanuel Sanders 
He's a good player, and if you started him, you, you'd never hate it. You'd be like, oh, okay, Sanders, he can get some points if necessary, but he's very unlikely to deliver you a league-winning week with how good Debo Samuel and George Kittle have been, so I'm fine cutting him and picking up Ryquel Armstead or or Wayne Gallman or Matt Breida or Alexander Madison, one of these really high-end handcuffs, because those guys, if something were to happen to the running back ahead of them, they are very likely to be you know top 10 running backs in the given week that they start, and that's more valuable to have on your roster. You mentioned looking forward, looking at defenses and tight ends for weeks 15 and 16. Uh, next week, the Ravens play the Jets, the Bears play the Packers, the Bills play the Steelers. The obvious defensive call there would be to go to Baltimore, right? Or is there something else that someone could do looking at just those three games for now? Yeah, the Ravens, they're definitely a, a very strong defensive candidate, but do not look past the Steelers either. This Steelers defensive unit, pretty much everyone they've played against, they have uh they've dominated. They have I, I think the the stat I saw today during Red Zone was that they have 19 straight games with at least one turnover generated. That's pretty impressive. That uh that's pretty nice. And uh they're definitely a team that if they were out there in your league and you you could pick them up and probably start them for the rest of the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, and then you move down and you see that the Patriots have the Bengals, the Seahawks have the Panthers, the Texans have the Titans, and the Dolphins have the Giants. I'm curious to see the pricing on the Patriots D versus the Baltimore D. Uh, which one would you want for next week? Uh, I would want I would want the Patriots. The Patriots are probably the number one defense that I if if I had them, I would I would really not even be thinking about picking up other defenses to start. All right, but we are thinking about how to win. And when we come back, we'll analyze the 4 o'clock games, and then Davis is truly going to unpack everything that we're going to need in order to win. This is a Pro Football Rewind. We're coming back after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 